Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So yeah, so, you know, and like I, like I, and like I will admit, like I said, uh, some, one, another, I can talk, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. Well, apparently I can talk and not talk and talk all at the same time. So welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast, a special Corona Easter edition of User Words Podcast, since we all have to practice social distancing and isolationism and whatever. <laughs> yes. And the line you can hear there, Mr. Aaron Johnson. And notice I said in, on the line, not in person. So can't see yeah. Aaron's face as he tries to laugh and do Ernie things <laughs> yeah I'm here. okay you're just gonna you're yeah. just gonna do that <laughs> i'm here hello 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 uh also got mr josh brewer with us hello. hopefully maybe hopefully Thank uh, yeah he's, he's there just so he's, he's there uh if he cuts off in the middle well yes we'll leave it at that <laughs> What, what, but and, I cut off? Oh, you never know. You nice. never know. Things happen. Things happen. But we're we're doing a different way of recording, so we're not seeing each other in person. So because we're not seeing each other in person, we're not going to do Aaron's Word of the Week because, to be frank and honest, that's more entertaining for me because I get to see Aaron and Josh's facial mm-hmm. expressions as they try to convince each other of what the word is, how to say it, and what the definition is. <laughs> and... <laughs> That is my entertainment, and I am deprived of that due to Corona. So <laughs> it is what it is. Tough yeah. World. Tough yeah, I know. World. Tough world. Tough world. And so uh, we decided, you know, a few things to talk about. One of them, since, you know, the world does go on even in isolation. So what holidays coming up, guys? Um, uh... St. Patrick's Day. Easter, you what? fool. St. Patrick's Day <laughs> is in the past, sir. Yeah. <laughs> See, but, here's the thing, Josh. Your trolling doesn't work on mine. St. Patrick's every day when you have a beer in your hand. Exactly. No, only if it's green beer. Yeah, true. I can make it green. So if it's Easter, does that mean you have to have pink beer? Ew, gross. No. What? Why pink? Why, why green? Because you know, Aaron, let's just let's just make orange. Let's make orange beer. I'm down. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, Easter, not St. Yeah. Patty's Day. Easter. Easter's coming up oh. here pretty soon. <laughs> In about a week or two. Yes. Right. Uh. Yes. Actually, two weeks. Two so, weeks. So. Uh, yeah. So now, well, two weeks as of us recording, or no, a week of us recording. I'm sorry. Because week I mean, in a day, it'd be, it'd be a week in a day. Tom- yeah. yeah, tomorrow's Palm Sunday, uh, in real life, and then the week after is Easter. Wait. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um. So that being said, <laughs> I have a question for you, Mister Brewer, Mister Johnson. In this wonderful Corona world where we have Easter, uh, are your churches doing anything special to celebrate? Uh, um, to be honest, 
I have no idea. I don't know about you guys, but all yes, Grace is do. doing are the uh, what? I know Paul's church does. Well, I, I'm at so like well, like I said, in this year, you know, in this in yeah. this wonderful time. Um, so are you just are you guys just doing like online sermons, or are you guys doing something else? I'd imagine online sermon for us. I don't know. I haven't been I haven't been uh keeping up to date with the church I've been going to. I've just been watching random sermons on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And Josh, you said you don't think anything's going on for your church in particular. I can see the worship team um, doing something to where, because they'll do live on YouTube and then they record it and they put it on the website um, to listen to as a podcast. So um, I can see the worship team doing something, you know, and then putting together a video for us to watch or something like that. But otherwise, there's really nothing else they can do. Okay. But oh, I didn't know. Uh, so we're, we're doing, and um, I'm sure you'll be dragged into this, Josh. Because, you know, you know, your future fiance um, or not your future fiance, your future wife. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Unless you, spoiled it. Uh, unless you already got married. Nope, but that's on the table here. Yeah, I figured as much. I, I talked with someone. Um, <clears throat> uh, we're doing a drive in worship service where you drive in in your car and we'll broadcast it over FM radio. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why are you going, oh my gosh? I feel like like what's the point of that, I guess. I yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean I it's like you guys are trying to be like, oh well, we're still gonna meet on Sunday, but you're staying in your car because we're quarantining and stuff like that, but still come to church. I don't know. I think it's silly, but it's whatever. Yeah. I I got nothing. I, I'm I mean, I, I can see, I can see, like if the pastor or something uh, was on the steps and was talking to everybody, or the worship team was on the steps, I could see something like that. Like you know, er, you know, you're still meeting, but you're still quarantined because nobody's leaving their car and everybody just rolls down the windows or something. I, I yeah. could see that. But. Yeah. So, uh, pastor will be on somewhere outside. Yeah. And then it's and then it's going to be the Peterson family playing and singing. Are they, they so they are gonna do music? Yeah. Nice. Okay. And then we're gonna try to broadcast it over FM, which we'll see how this works. <laughs> <laughs> right. Might as well oh, megaphone. We'll see we'll see if we even get the FM transmitter in on time. It was just <laughs> ordered yesterday. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Oh yeah, boy. No. <laughs> so uh maybe so so if you're in the racing area um well actually so we, we have a backup solution um okay the the backup solution is we will broadcast it over uh uh teams microsoft teams that involves you being able to dial in with your phone to listen wow now that makes sense to me like if the church had their own app or something that makes sense well it's not our own app it's microsoft's app but see i I mean, if you're already doing an online stream where people can listen to it, why go the extra mile to have people sit in a parking lot in their car? You know, I, yeah, I, I, I'm of the same mindset personally, but you know, I'm, yeah. I'm making it work. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to oh, help yeah. out and make sure everything works. But that being said, this is actually a very phenomenally popular thing right now. I'd, 
I did hear about some church in some other state doing that. I'm like, okay, good for so, you. <laughs> th- th- no, so there's been a church that's been doing this um, in Florida for like years. That oh, they, really? Every, yeah, every Sunday of theirs, it's a drive-up church. What? <laughs> like that? That's their thing in Florida. Like they are known as the drive-in church. Like everyone just gets and parks in a parking lot, turns their FM radio up, and Nice. It's interesting. It's, I think I may have heard about that. Uh, but that being said, like there has been a lot of discussion online this this past couple weeks about churches doing this sort of thing about uh, driving Easter churches. Uh, so it, it, we're not we're not unique in that regard. There's a lot of churches doing that. In fact, we're, it's so popular right now that a lot of uh, FM transmitters are actually sold out online. You oh, cannot, wow. you cannot like find them. They are just so sold out, <laughs> man. And of course, guess where they're all coming from? China. Yep. China. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it's like, oh boy. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, maybe we have to quarantine the FM transmitter for 14 days over in the corner before we can use it. <laughs> we made a, I, I made a joke with my coworker and, um, we had just gotten something for the shop and, you know, you, they package it with those like air inflated um, bags. Yeah. So I sat there and I went, boom, he looks at me and his face. He just makes his like, you know, that white look face that somebody went. That's what he, he looked at me and he goes, we're done. You just released Chinese there. We're done. Yep. You just released the Corona. So. Okay. Side tangent. and. This will be record included. Um, Corona beer is actually stopped making Corona beer. Just FYI. What? what? I was man, <laughs> and that's not a joke. But I was thinking about like wow. when we come to a break and record a Corona podcast. I was definitely going to have a Corona beer while we were recording. Well, Do you have yeah. a Corona beer right now. Sorry, it's sorry. I just. Like like me and Aaron talked about earlier, Corona is going to creep into all these episodes because, well, you can't escape Corona. It's everywhere. It, so I, I, I was. Yeah. But I was just curious if the, if your churches were doing anything special for Corona mass, mm. uh, Corona Easter, <laughs> Corona Easter. Happy Corona Easter, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I know. OK, so outside of this year, Corona Easter thing thing. Um, what what is and I'm not talking about now because if you're still getting Easter baskets now when you're over 18, what? Well, you might be a little precious then. Um, <laughs> but what? I, that's supposed to stop. <laughs> yes. When my parents hide eggs around the house and it's got money into it in it, I ain't ever too old to go find them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are are you talking like? Five cents, or are you talking like dollar bills? Dollar, dollar bills, dollar bill, y'all. Okay, that's adult Easter egging. I can get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> I just go for it for the candy. <laughs> that's called diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so in all seriousness, though, um, you know, besides a current age of adult Easter egg finding and that, what were some of your like family traditions and that that you did? younger or maybe even now to this day even with easter what what does your family do mr johnson okay um 
<laughs> when I was younger, yes, we would definitely do the whole Easter basket thing. Well, yeah, so there would be, I don't think, eh, I think we've done more Easter eggs with the nephews and niece. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I remember for like, just when it was my sister and I, when we were younger, we'd each just have our own basket and we'd have to go find a basket. Um, that was honestly really about it. Obviously, besides meeting up with family and stuff like that and having dinner and or lunch. Uh, and geez, I don't know. Just going okay. to church. That's yeah. Nothing really crazy. No, no. Okay. So nothing really too crazy there. Nah. Josh, does your family have any Easter traditions? I mean, there's the, uh, uh, every other year we would rotate between my mom's side and my dad's side uh, for dinner. Um, and when I was younger, my parents would do the same thing that, you know, Aaron's parents did for him. They hired a basket, you know, each kid had a basket and, um, that way they made it kind of even, but as we got older, they moved away from the basket and they started doing eggs and, oh my gosh, it was probably one of the most fun times of the year because, um, Jared, he likes to watch other people, you know, so I'd sit there and oh, I pluck his string. It was so easy when we did this. So I'm taller, so I can see things better. Um, you know, right? And I'd sit there and I go, "Oh, I found a big one!" And you'd hear him go, "What? Let me see!" So he'd come running in the room, and meanwhile, he's watching all the eggs that I'm grabbing. And my parents would be like, "Jared, go find other ones. Don't don't watch your brother take the eggs." <laughs> and so when he would run away, I'd sit there and I would um, uh, yell again, hey, I got another boo. And he would come running over. Oh so I would God. be distracting him from getting the egg. So I was just putting more and more and more in my bag. But uh, <laughs> when when we started doing it, they made us split the money evenly. And then as we got older, they're like, oh, you found more or you found more money. You know, you keep it. So it became a little bit more of a competition, but then he started to do his own hunting and not watch me hunt. Okay. So all Josh's are selfish. We're learning today. Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. As we learn every time. So did, now did you guys just get like candy in that in your Easter baskets or did you get anything else besides candy? Uh, um, when I, I, I think I think originally it was candy, but usually it would be kind of like a stocking in a sense, like a Christmas stocking. So my parents would would do it. So might do, you know, be one or two things of candy, maybe like a a DVD, you know, like a video or something. Um, Then maybe like a little toy or something. Uh, But I do remember at one point, you know, back when games only cost $20, uh, if there was a, a game I really wanted, you know, they got it, you know, for like 20 bucks. Now they're 60 bucks. So, um, but yeah, like a PlayStation two game, I may get one and then I would get less. So they kind of put a value to the baskets that they would spend. And mm-hmm. depending on what we were into and stuff, they would, they would package it that way. Mm. How about you, Aaron? <laughs> Could really go for a value basket right now at Culver's. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it was it was younger. It was just candy, um, and then uh, as I got older, it started to be like some money. I think, uh, 
And if I got any change, I would just give it to my sister because I wouldn't want it. And also, I totally forgot. I don't know how I forgot, but decorating eggies. Ah, uh, yes. That. I don't know how I forgot about that. And now I kind of want to do that again. Well, I mean, it's not like you got anywhere to go. There's a lot of free time you got <laughs> these days. And it's okay. Like, I was going to say, you could just have your your nephews do it for you and then once you let them incubate in the fridge for 14 days and see if anything grows on them then they could give it to you and eat them what, what, what? just <laughs> uh so okay so you got like money and that in your basket gotcha man yeah. you, you white people your your easters are boring yeah. <laughs> oh man Hell <laughs> right, your turn <laughs> and this is why i held off because i was like Man, your 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 Easter's are boring, white people. Um, <laughs> Did you have another Monopoly like shootout kind of thing? Oh no 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 no, it's not okay. Monopoly. So first, <laughs> I'll start I'll start with the baskets. So our baskets, uh, like you know, both of you when younger, primarily candy. Uh, but like you know, when I got older, I was getting like Dave Matthews Band CD sets and all that, which was kind of cool. Um, you know, up until you know I went to college and then. After college, it was, here's a bag of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Happy Easter. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not even in a basket. Just here's a bag. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so that was a basket thing. But so for Easter, you know, we would do the baskets. Uh, we, you know, the parents would do the hiding of the eggs around the, you know, the house. Uh, so we'd have to go and find the eggs. And I, I remember watching my mom. She was always meticulous in counting how many eggs we found. Versus how many she hid. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, you don't want to leave that one egg out there that sits out in, you know, the hidden place for months on end. And then yeah. you find it and, ooh. So, so you know, Sunday, you know, Easter was always, is always on Sunday. So, you know, church would be involved. Um, but then you would get together with the family. And mm-hmm. that was like every other holiday in the world. For us, it was a ham, a turkey, tamales, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole, and like 10 other items. You know, big old smorgasbord as a family. Yum. But we would also do one other thing. Uh, tip: My grandma would save up throughout the year eggshells. So what she would mm-hmm. do is when she cooked eggs, she would um, like only chip off the top of the egg and then like you know, shake the egg to get all the contents out into the skillet, use the egg, cook it, whatever, but then, you know, rinse and save up the eggshell. And then come Easter time, what you do is you fill the egg with, you know, you dye the eggs, fill them with confetti, put cray paper over them, and then you, on Easter day, you smash them over people's heads and release the confetti. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> It's just something my family has always done. It's a very Mexican thing. You can buy these eggs in the store pre-made like this, but my advice to you is do not do that because these eggs that you buy in the store are very, very, very hard, and they will hurt when you smash them on someone's head. (laughs) Unless you don't like the person, then go ahead and buy it and then smash it on their head, and they'll be like, why do I have eggshells stuck in my skull? Because I don't like you. That's why. I am down. But no, it's actually kind of fun. You know, you're you're sitting there chasing around your cousins and your aunts and uncles. You know, you each get like a dozen eggs to do this with. 
and he just goes smash eggs over people's head and release the confetti everywhere. Wow. It's a very Mexican thing. That's what I said. You guys are boring. <laughs> I, I wish. Yeah, I wish we would have done that. That would have been so much fun. Well, maybe I'll well, bring it back. Well, not bring it back, but introduce it to my family. Well, you first got to start saving the eggshells. Nope. I'm getting the hard ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do not get the hard ones. Just I'm doing just, it. They only do that for people you don't like. So you get the hard ones and you put them in one of those water balloon launchers and you see how far you can hit somebody. You're mean. Ow. That's like throwing <laughs> a rock at someone through that. You're mean. <laughs> we'll, yeah. just, we'll just get the youth group kids together when this whole virus thing <laughs> passes over. Again, we need to save eggshells to do this because, you know, literally you just you create a small hole in the top as possible when you. Yeah. Drain the egg of its contents, so to speak. <laughs> you know, so. But I, it takes for, it. But it takes forever because you gotta. Either you either buy the confetti, or like us, we made the confetti. That's, <laughs> dude, that's legit. Not you know how we made it? We took cray paper, put in a three-hole punch, punched it, and then just kept three-hole punching. That's oh. how we made confetti. <laughs> my god <laughs> so we would be doing that and then someone else would have you know like this you know a hole puncher a handheld one and be sitting there hole punching the cray paper as well sounds like a very lively time uh let's just say it took many weekends <laughs> many 12 hour days to do dozens of eggs oh. like i said you gotta you gotta dye each egg wait for them to dry film with confetti seal them with cray paper yeah you also got to cut out the little sh- the little squares for each egg and yeah it's a lot of work you know i'm really getting hungry for some eggs right now though well it is easter time so i yeah. mean that makes sense mm-hmm. oh my gosh but, <laughs> but yeah so that's what i said you guys are boring with your easter I and mean, we, we were we're smashing people over the head and running around causing <laughs> chaos you know I wish I if, Greta, if Greta Thunberg saw us, she would yell at us. She'd go, how dare you? How dare you? Because <laughs> we're, we're polluting with all the paper everywhere. Oh, absolutely. That's awful. How could you? How dare you? Uh, how could we is because, well, whatever. <laughs> right. I look at this way. The eggshells is good fertilizer. Yeah. That is true. After, you know, as long as you don't go out barefoot for a while. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You thought Legos were bad? Eggshell on the foot. Is that really that much worse? <laughs> well, so, you know, Legos, they're, you know, think about getting the corner of an, a Lego. That's what, like, an eggshell is. Mm-hmm. If you get, like, the tip of a sharp yeah. eggshell. I get that. That makes sense. Mm. So, you know, next, next time your nephews are over, when the quarantine's lifted, uh, <laughs> you know, have them put some Legos out, put, blindfold you, and walk around and see how that goes for you. No, I'm just going to put eggshells on the ground for them to step in. Oh, there you go. Get the extra hard ones on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. And our, our, our Easter traditions were very much, think of it as Christmas minus Monopoly plus egg bashing over yeah. the head. <laughs> That's pretty legit. That's, that's what our Easter's were. 
<laughs> so I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so it, it, it was entertaining to say the least. And, um, we haven't done that in a while because after my grandma passed away, no one's been saving eggshells, you know, and my grandma in a year would save, I mean, tens of dozens of eggshells. Oh, gosh. Ooh. And she used to cook for the whole family. Like every Thursday was go over to grandma night huh. and she she cooked food for everyone. So, I mean, she went through cartons of eggs like no one else. So, wow. wow. So now we got no one saving eggs. So maybe eventually we'll get there again. Just tell, like, tell the whole family, okay, everyone, you must contribute. You know, six eggs. dozen eggs, six dozen eggs. You know, six dozen. What? Yes. What? <laughs> six six dozen eggs over the course of a year is not that hard. No. But if every family, every yeah, household, every family household, you know, contribute six dozen eggs. How many households is that, Mister? Well, in my in my case, that uh, let's see here, that is with all my cousins and their houses and my aunts, my uncles. Eight, uh, it's about twenty households, twenty thirty. Can't Bro, count off the top of my head. Fourteen hundred eggs. That's yeah, fourteen. We'll, we'll go through that in like a half hour. That's like hmm. uh, that's like an hmm. all out war right there. Everybody just flips the couches and starts chucking. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, 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 no. You don't chuck. You don't throw. You smash on their head. Yeah, Wait, why why can't straight. I throw? Because if you throw, it hurts more than smashing it on their head. All You're right. Cheater. Well, we'll put on safety goggles and let's go at it. it. It's not so much the safety goggles. It's. And also, if you throw them, the shells tend not to break on hitting the person. The whole point is to break it on the person and get the confetti all over them. I mean, I will gladly do this game with Josh and throw him at him and see how he likes it. I, I would, too. I would love to chuck these at Aaron. Uh-huh. No, I, I think when we reconvene youth group, we're going to do a night of everyone chuck eggs at Josh. Yeah! The one that explodes into confetti wins, because by then he'll be covered with yolk, and then the <laughs> confetti will just stick to the yolk. Yum. Yum. <laughs> hey, you're I... the one who... You're the one who wanted to chuck eggs. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know you do. One. Hey, Aaron, didn't you get? Wasn't your car egged at one point? It's not funny, Josh. No, I'm just. I'm just. No, I was, it was just yeah, curious. It was, and somehow my window was slightly cracked, and some leaked on the inside of my car. Mm, fun days all around. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> That's mean. Don't egg people's cars or just houses. Or if, you, or if you do, make sure the windows are all up. <laughs> Unless it's Josh's vehicle, then go ahead. <laughs> no. But. <laughs> no. Anywho. Okay. So th- th- that's what we. So that's Corona Easter. That's Easter past, yeah. Easter future. So we, Easter, we've covered Easter. Easter. Yeah, we've covered Easter current, Easter past, now Easter future. You know, like um, uh, night, uh, Christmas Carol. You know, Christmas yeah. past, Christmas. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Except it's not going to be you know all dreariness. You know, so next year, th- think into the future. Next year, right? Yeah. 
when this whole Corona thing is hopefully over by then. Right. Uh, depends who you who you listen to. Some some are saying this can last two plus years. Um, yeah, at least like seasons of it. Yeah. Yeah. But let's make this wonderful assumption next year. Corona's a thing in the past. What will you do for Easter next year now that you can actually celebrate Easter without um, the fear of Corona? Are you going to do anything different? Uh, probably have family get together again because I'm sure we're not doing anything this year. Uh, well, yeah. But I mean, would you do anything different from like what you would normally do in the past? Would you like... I'm- I'm throwing eggs at Josh. <laughs> I will join you in this. <laughs> I will have to build myself a riot shield now. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, I'll probably have, if I get anything for Josh, I mean, I'm going to have to get some stuff for his kids too that he's going to have by then. And then, uh... yeah. Because <laughs> they're actually expecting a baby boom out of this. Yeah, I know. I, I well, seen, I mean, like, it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, everybody's home. I mean, you get bored, you might as well. All right. I, well, so, uh, are we going to have to up this from triplets to quadruplets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least for Josh. No. For sure. <laughs> so, anyways, back to what uh, would you do anything different for Easter next year? Realizing that you had an Easter where you could do absolutely nothing besides, no, you know, Besides whatever you could do inside your house with your family, uh, to back to uh, Easter where you can do whatever the heck you want. I, I mean, honestly, I, I want to play that egg game with my nephews now. <laughs> <laughs> well, start saving those eggs. Yeah, for real. I'll probably, you know, after this episode, I'll probably go make some some eggs. Oh, and also talk to your mom. Be like, mom, this is how we make eggs now. <laughs> start preparing. But, but the important thing is. After you empty the shells to rinse them out and dry them out. That's the important thing. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Which means you're going to have to start saving all the egg cartons, too. Uh, Because you're going to need somewhere to store those eggs. Yeah. So I don't know how you're going to do that. Because I I, don't you get like your eggs from a farm thingy. Yeah, and then we give them back the egg cartons so we can fill right. the egg cartons again. So maybe you're just gonna have to find a way to, you know, you know what you could do? Get a bo- cardboard box. Yeah, you get like um, because they have those like cardboard like um egg holders. Get one of those. Get some of those. Yeah, yeah. We've got. I know we we made a thing of that for a t- <laughs> to try and do a sound deadening thing before. Uh, but that or I'll just I'll just storm in my bass drum. Yeah, that'll work out so well. I feel like it'd <laughs> be kind of entertaining to like get a camera in there and just watch them like fly around as you play. That'd be fun. As you crack all the shells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so you want to do the egg thing. Okay. Josh, yeah, will you fun. do anything different in the future? Besides, you know, the fact that you'll be married at that point. Um, to be honest. I don't know. I think we're just going to go back to doing the the, the normal. Wow. Um, yeah, you just get together and stuff like that. I know. I know, Aaron. I know I'm nothing but boring. <laughs> That's so why you I mean, your life. He is an old man. Yeah. I am very old. But no, I mean, I don't, I don't think we're going to do anything outside of that. I think we'll probably maybe because traditionally it's been kind of like, okay, you get together and you're together for like half a day. 
maybe we try to do it so where it's a whole day thing or something like that. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You'll see. Oh, yeah. Mr. Brewer yawning already. Tired. No. You heard that? <laughs> I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. Heard that loud and clear. <laughs> okay. So, I future-wise, I I don't know. Maybe enjoy the family get togethers a little bit more since can't do that this year. You know, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, can't do that. Uh, huh. And because typically, I personally like I get together for the you know the holidays for the families. It's like ah, I gotta be here again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh wait, oh, I can't do that this year. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So go on. Oh, I no. I was just say we'll just have to, you know, play some games instead and get together that way. Well, yeah, there's ways you can do that, but I, yeah, uh, unfortunately, can't do Monopoly like my family does online. Oh no, we no, break the rule. We, we we do so many custom rules. It's just woof. Can't do that. Well, you also, can't do that. Also, no one what? can go to the bathroom and pull out more money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, you, you, Josh, and I will just have to, you know, hop on the good old Xbox and play some games. Uh, mine's all the way updated. So, what's up, Josh? What do you got in your mind? Um, I was going to say. So, what about uh, what about Tabletop Simulator? Oh boy. Well, no, I think it's actually on no. sale right now too. I uh, it might be, but I'm not good. Well, I'm saying, like, for someone like us, we could probably figure we could do that. Um, like for my family that there's no way I'm going to be able to teach them. It's like trying to teach Josh. If he was 90 years older, how to use a phone. Oof. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I, like for someone like our age, Josh, yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Tabletop simulator because it has all that stuff, but older people, unless they're tech person by trade, eh, 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 not happening. <laughs> Just That's how it is. You know, you know, you have to know your audience a little bit in that re- in that regard. You know, so Easter past, Easter present, Easter Easter future, Easter spiritual. Now, you knew I was going to go there, right, Aaron? <laughs> well, yeah, of course. So, I'd like to hear from each of your guys' own words, and we're going to start with Josh. So, Josh, start with your head. Um, what? What does Easter mean for you, I guess, on a spiritual level or personal level, or however you want to think of it that way? Um, Easter, spiritual level. Hmm. What does that mean? Um, I guess a time of reflection, you know, a time of, uh, of looking back at the story, kind of like Christmas. You know, you just it's a time where, OK, I need to focus on this very, very important piece, this important time, this important thing that happened. That helps really define Christianity, um, and in this case with Easter, uh, what our you know specifically for our salvation, um, because at this moment this is how we're able to get into heaven. So it's kind of one of those those times where I just kind of sit there and I just kind of reflect back, kind of dive in, and just just focus on on the sacrifice and focus on the love um, that um, that God and Jesus had for everybody. Um, and um, I, I've told the boys this before, the youth group kids, and I think I've told you guys as well this too. Um, but if we if we get into the conversation later about it, I'll, I'll I'll explain one of my most 
favorite parts about this whole story of of Christ dying on the cross and rising from from the dead. Um, I'll, I'll I'll mention that later, but I mean, yeah, it's just really for me, it's just a time of reflection. And I I guess one of the things I haven't done in a while is dive in, dive, just open up the Bible and just start diving in and just reading a passage over and over and over and finding different ways to dissect it. Um, and I haven't done that in a long time, but that's one of the things I would do with Easter. And, you know, the, the one thing that amazes me about listening to to different pastors, um, and that's something I've started doing. I've started uh, subscribing to different pastors and stuff on on YouTube just, just to kind of see their take on how they explain, because you can have one phrase, and it's almost kind of like a picture. You know, it can have a bunch of different meanings. You can pull it apart different ways, and it's it's I think it's really good and healthy for a Christian to be able to see a bunch of different ways that certain verses can be pulled apart and certain different stories can be pulled apart because it, there's so many different meanings that it could have with different people. Now, uh, now, obviously, there's some things that shouldn't be taken out of context, which is the base, base principle of the story or this verse. But uh, different analogies or different ways that you can apply it to your life or, or um just uh, just just listening to somebody else who's been who's been uh, taught how to dissect verses and stuff like that, and listening to how they pull it apart can almost give you a different different um, uh, idea and and look at something. Um, and like I said, you know, I'll explain my favorite part about about Easter and the Easter story later if we uh, if we touch it because that that's a whole other side thing. No, oh, no, go ahead now. Actually, that's fine. This is the okay. Easter episode. All right. So uh, my, my favorite thing is when, uh, and it's really simple, it's really short, you know, you, you know, uh, Jesus gets betrayed, right? Um, and he, 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 he said, you're going to betray me, right? Uh, you have him in the garden and he's on his knees and he calls out to God and he says, if there's any other way, please. Let it be. Let, let 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 if I don't have to die on the cross, God, let, let's let's do that. And God looks at His own Son, His perfect Son. Any and, and a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? I mean, kind of. I guess for an analogy, I put it is like if somebody's got a dog that they love. Imagine telling your dog you're going to die. You know, I mean, just kind of this the seriousness of it. You know, God looks down at His perfect Son, and His perfect Son is begging His Father. Or something else, a different way, and he says, "No, this must be done." Mm-hmm. And he says that for us, for people who slip into sin and temptation all the time, who speak blasphemy, who sit there and um, worship uh, the devil, who sit there and disown Christ and everything that he's done, and uh, people like like us, you know, uh, the Christians that are listening, because real Christians, we know that. It's never, we'll never get on top of everything, but we know that we have to admit what we've done. We know where we need to go, and we're constantly trying to make a positive and a progressive step towards trying to make our life reflect Christ as much as possible. But I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of mind-boggling. I mean, if, think about something for those of you who who maybe don't have a dog. You know, think about someone in your life that they are the last person that you want them to die. But you're willing to sacrifice them. You're willing to kill them so that someone else has a better chance at life. I mean, as humans, we can't comprehend doing something like that. Not with something we love, you know. And 
if you can, okay, maybe 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 it's time to see a doctor if if you can if you can come to that conclusion. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just that's that's the one of the most beautiful things about it is that he was willing to do that for us and know that not all of us are you know gonna gonna see one day. Now I can see somebody go and say, well, no. God knew Jesus was going to rise from the dead. So it's kind of like, hey, Aaron, I'm going to kill you, but you're going to you're going to be on my couch when I get home. So it's going to be all good. It's that's besides the point. There was actually somebody on the cross bleeding, begging for air. This this flesh, this thing on the cross, regardless if you don't speak of him being Jesus or, or if you just speak of him being as a common criminal that Christians paint as our as our savior this flesh object okay died the body died the body was buried and it came back so even even if god knew you know i mean god did know but even if he you know it was kind of the thing of like oh i let, let, let's let's get rid of him so these people can come in and then my, oh, my son's gonna come back so it's no biggie people also got to remember that god was 100 percent man and 100 percent god too I mean, at the snap of the fingers, he could have washed the, the pain away if he wanted to, um, but he didn't. He embraced the pain. He took the pain. He took it for us. And that's the other thing, too. You know, it's, it's you know, God not only telling his son to die, but his son actually took it. His son could have snapped the pain away, but he took it because he knew he had to do this for us, for the people that he, that he loved to perform the miracles for. He knew this had to be done this way, regardless of what he could do. And it's just kind of, it's just the kind of getting back in that mode and watching it, you know, and, you know, thinking about it again. And one of the other things my family will do is we'll actually watch the, uh, uh, the crucifixion of Christ. So watch because that, that, that movie, you know, helps paint as real as possible the, the, the situation. Um, and it, it, they don't hold back on the gore which I think a lot of people is a triggering point for seriousness. And so I think they did a good job with the, the movie, The Crucifixion of the Christ and stuff like that. Um, but there's a, there was a story on it. I'll have to try to find it here. But there was a story about when they were filming up on a mountain that the sky actually became very dark, as if um, uh, uh, as one would say God was helping them go through the the thing. I'll, I'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll stop talking on that, and I'll and I'll do some see if I can find some research on it. But yep. uh, yeah, as I say, that's all right. I know we can post that link later um, at that point. But you know, back to your point, um, and again, because I said Corona is going to kind of infiltrate everywhere we're talking about. You know, these days, because just because it's everywhere. Um, back to your point of you know you you know people willingly giving up you know thing something that you love someone they love be it an animal or a family member or whatnot i you want to think of it as a modern analogy it's not a perfect analogy but think of it this way you know people in the medical field who maybe they're a doctor or a nurse or whatever and their family every day you know they're or not even doctors in that essential workers we're even talking about we're talking about you know people work in you know, uh, retail jobs or whatever, where they're in contact with a lot of people, let's say at a Walmart or something. 
And those people knowingly go to their jobs every day. Now, obviously, they're not going to a death sentence like a cross, but they are going to where they are putting themselves at for right now because of Corona and how well it's spread and how infectious it is and how we have no immunity to it. They're putting themselves in danger. They are putting themselves in the essence. Their families are saying, go do it. And you're seeing photos all around where doctors are coming home and they're living in tents in their garages or, you know, their kids want to run up to them and they're like, you know, from a distance telling them no, because they don't know if they've been exposed to Corona. They don't know if they've been exposed to this wonderful disease that's spreading around now. Um, You have an analogy almost in modern life to, to seeing that every day with people's heartbreak, watching that they have to give up their spouse, their mm-hmm. kids, whatever, because they don't know. And, you know, it, obviously, like I said, it's not, you know, oh, you're going to send, you know, your spouse to work at pick and save and they're going to die there. But they might pick up the disease, you know, and in a way, this sounds kind of coarse, but in a way, it's perfect timing because it's in Easter. It's when that imagery comes up, when maybe something will click and say, hey, I can see a little bit. I can see a glimpse of how painful this was because seeing just having to separate and allow family to go to these places where they can be exposed and potentially get sick and how heartbreaking that is for people. Imagine how much harder it would be, like you said, to willingly give up someone for the greater good for their life. And that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I see you're muted, buddy. Yeah, I thought I had myself muted that whole time, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> it's all good. Cause I just saw you were muted. <laughs> yeah, we had some noise going on upstairs, which I'm sure you heard. No. Oh, good, because there's... One of the folks must have been vacuuming and clanking stuff around upstairs. So, and he, and even if I do hear it, remember it, uh, and this won't be in there. But um, remember, I, I, each track is recorded individually, so I can cut that out even if I do hear it, which is nice. Yep. But so. but but yeah, that the, that's you know as you were going through that, Josh, that was my thought on it. It was like it, mm-hmm. it's not a perfect analogy. But it's close where you get just that little glimpse. And we're seeing that glimpse on a mass scale. Yeah. One that we haven't seen probably since like the Spanish flu, you know, um, which none of us were alive for unless one of you are immortal and haven't told me. Well, I mean, Aaron seems to be really comfortable with life as if he's gone through it already. What? (laughs) I, I, I was more going towards you, old man. Oh, yeah, what the heck? <laughs> so, but I mean, so I, we're seeing just a minor, 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 minor glimpse of that. I mean, like I said, sending a family off to potentially get infected, where in reality, only 40, you know, 40 to 50% of people might get the disease and not show any symptoms. Um, but that's a very minor, 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 minor piece. Whereas if you knowingly sent someone off, I mean, you know, Josh, you're, 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 you're looking to get married soon. You know, if you knew that by sacrificing 
Amy that would save the world. That would be hard. Right. You know? <sighs> that would be very, very challenging. But, you know, it's, that's, yeah, it's, it's something that as humans, it's, I mean, one person can go, oh, yeah, I'd do it. But, you know, if you really have an attachment to that person, you're not just going to go, oh, yeah, I'll do it. It's easy to say you'll do it on an intellectual level. Because people go, you know, the weight needs of the many outweigh the needs of few. Intellectually, that sounds beautiful. Um, thank you, Spock from Star Trek. <laughs> but emotionally, that's not easy. Yeah. Emotionally, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that starts, even me just saying that emotionally for me makes me cringe because I'm like, I want to believe that, but at the same time, I know to what depth that may eventually call for. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, but that, that's a whole other thing there, but um, unless Aaron, do you got anything then that <laughs> do you want to go on a Joshian uh, com- talk? No, not, not like that. No. <laughs> Well, do you have any closing comments? Uh, I mean, when it comes, I feel like, uh, I don't know. Like, it doesn't, when coming up to Easter, I feel like there's nothing really, at least, I guess, mainly for this year, that's where it's like, this is the time where we really talk about Christ and his death and resurrection type stuff. Like, I feel like in mm-hmm. the past, that's been a th- thing usually where it's like okay now we really start focusing about that now but throughout the Mm -hmm. rest of the year it's just a bunch of other different stuff not necessarily focusing on the cross and stuff like that it's just other lessons and things to right take from the bible um but like for this year i feel like uh that's been i guess you could almost say easter-ish messages have been i've i've heard plenty throughout this year so it doesn't seem like it's i don't know like easter has its own special time of year this year granted besides the whole easter bunny and all that kind of fun stuff is all coming Mm -hmm. out with stores selling easter stuff um but i would say like one thing i do tend to do around this time is to watch the passion of the christ um, that's so the that name I one. say crucifixion yeah. of Christ you it's, fool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I knew that's what you were talking about but I was just going to wait till I talk and then say okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no yeah so the I'll, I'll like I'll watch that just I guess to get a small very small glimpse of what that whole time was probably like because mm-hmm. I mean there's no way we can reenact all of that at least put it on a movie that people would be willing to watch (laughs) because i mean it i I thought it you know it talks about christ being like unrecognizable after all the beating and everything you know getting right hung up on the cross and in the movie i guess i guess you know it's the same guy but still it's like it's probably nowhere near as bad in the movie as it was in real life so that is always a huge I don't know, it definitely does make it more in a sense more real or it hits you a lot harder than just 
hearing the message or reading about it, like seeing mm-hmm. something to kind of show what it was like is definitely something else to add on to it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like I, <laughs> uh, I, I've been listening to, <clears throat> well, you guys both know him that Shane from first free mm-hmm. and he, they've been going over, they've been doing a series in Mark for a while now. So I feel like, I don't know, you hear a lot of, a lot of stuff about like the cross and resurrection and stuff like that from time to time. And some of his messages, especially near the end, because that's where it all kind of goes back to is the cross and whatnot. And so like this year has definitely felt weird. And now with the whole Barona, it's definitely really weird feeling Easter because it's like it's coming up, but it doesn't feel like there's, I don't know, anything exciting about it coming up, which is yeah. sad. It doesn't feel like Easter is what you're saying. Yes, correct. Yeah, it just it <laughs> this whole virus outbreak thing is just really putting a huge damper on things, which sucks. But thankfully, we have this. Well, I guess ways like this where we can still, I guess, communicate with with Discord and stuff like that, where we can still talk together and interact and don't have to do it in person, which, I mean, I don't know, we could still get together in person, I suppose, but it's just high risk or higher risk now. As I say, I I have the, the most I've had personal interaction was grocery store. Now, even then, that's still self checkout and it's like. Yeah. Eh, but I'll talk about that more in the yeah, later, thing. Because cause I have I have something about that too. But regardless. Sure. Um so doesn't really feel like Easter is what you're saying. No, it doesn't this year. I guess at as of right now, I'm sure when Easter actually comes up, you know, it'll something how much, will happen and how much closer do you need? Tomorrow, you know, April fifth is Palm Sunday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. I, it's I, so what happened on Paul, what happened on Palm Sunday? You know, it's for one, it's the kickoff to Holy Week. Um, yeah, you know, as as I call it. But you know, that's when Jesus triumphantly entered the city, riding on a donkey. People lay palm branches down. You know, which led up to the crucifixion and resurrection. You know, it's like Easter's here. It, no, yeah, it, it is very much. I, it's weird because like I don't, which I, I guess I kind of actually like this because I mean, since I haven't really been out much, um. I haven't seen all the typical like Easter celebration stuff or knickknacks for this time of year with the bunnies and the little peeps Uh, and stuff like I haven't seen all of that. Oh, I've seen it at the grocery store. I guess I've seen peeps, but that was like, I guess, way before. Oh, I'm talking about all the knickknacks and all that. They have a big old Easter section at my grocery store. And of course, um, as of last, as of Monday, last Monday, so mm-hmm. still March, um, all Easter stuff was 50% off already. <laughs> wow. Wow. I was, and this was at a grocery store. I was like, oh boy, they're not selling. <laughs> no. So I was like, peeps for me, peeps for me, peeps for me. <laughs> Dude, that's well, Easter for me. So it's not Easter unless you get a big chocolate bunny. You know, mm, I haven't done chocolate bunny in a long time. Dude, I, I'm I more of a pe- I'm more of a peeps, peeps person. I do enjoy yep. I do enjoy the peeps. 
But I do like a big Reese's peanut butter Easter bunny. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's right. I, for, I, I was going to send that to you. I didn't. I came across some orange dreamsicle peeps that were what? bright orange. What? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm going so, to the grocery I, store. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I forgot to send you that, but yeah, I came across those, but, um, anything else then Mr. Johnson about Easter, not feeling like Easter. Uh, I guess that's probably mostly on me. I haven't, uh, this week has been honestly, it's been a really kind of up and down week. It's been an interesting week for me. Um, but I guess as time goes on, make sure to, I guess, get in the word and it would be a good time to really dig into this section, which pretty much we're at at least um i'm thinking in the study or not study the series uh with the first free there i think we should be getting into all this this week Mm -hmm. because it's set up that way i'm sure um but yeah it would be really good to help make easter be easter by digging into that even more so than normal i suppose for the, the year so it is going to be Easter. I'm sure it will feel like Easter once we get together with mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> and have some have some good old dinner and lunch. And, and that's like one thing I have, I guess, liked about this is being home and not going out so much. But that, can, yeah, talk for another time. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Easter is definitely a very, I don't know, it's not, I, this, I guess there's the, typical obviously big three holidays thanksgiving christmas and easter and i'm not sure if i really have a favorite i mean the top two being christmas and easter but you mean big four cinco de mayo you missed that one i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i don't celebrate that one (laughs) everyone can celebrate cinco de mayo you're right (laughs) don't don't let those racists who tell you it's racial it's uh whatever appropriation <laughs> yeah don't let those racists stop you you're right i'll celebrate cinco de mayo <laughs> put on a sombrero eat a tamale Woo-woo. dance the mexican hat dance <laughs> makes me think of a veggie tales episode with larry dancing with the sombrero <laughs> yep that'll it be is, me <laughs> it is not cultural appropriation it is just having fun heck yeah Anyway, any other thoughts there, Mr. Johnson? Uh, Okay. Brewer, any final closing thoughts from you? No, I think think I'm good. Okay. Wow. I'm impressed. I only only got one one brewer rant out of this one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So as far as it feeling like Easter or not, I mean, it's going to feel like, and I'm no way criticizing you, Johnson. So don't think I'm like attacking you on this one. So (laughs) it's okay. It's going to feel like Easter or not how you approach it. Yeah. Because here's here's the deal. Regardless of our current circumstances, Corona, uh, jail, living in communist China, living, you know, North Korea and, you know, oppressive regime. You know, you, you think about this way, you know, for us, this is one of those few times where we're being told we have to self-isolate. You know, I, I kind of put it into perspective thinking, you know, the people who live in North Korea who are Christian or people that live in China who are Christian, how are they approaching this as well and living through this? You know, mm-hmm. right. 
this is compared to what they're going through. This is very minor. We're just being told to stay away from each other. You can still do stuff online. You can still do whatever. Freedom of speech is still enacted. Unless you're in Kansas, then you, you can't, <laughs> you know, governor's forcing uh, monitoring of people by electronic bracelets. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, the whole other thing. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, you know, most everything is still there. I, I have some qualms personally about some things, but I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to take the big picture, bigger picture at this point. Right. And it really comes down to the fact that if we want to celebrate Easter, if we want to get into, I, sounds weird, that Easter spirit. I didn't. I don't know if there's an Easter spirit. There's a Christmas spirit, I know. But is there an Easter spirit? Do you, do you roll around the grass and acknowledge that there's greenery growing? I, 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 yeah. I don't know. You know, but the whole idea of Easter beyond, even if you're not Christian, the whole idea of Easter is that it's a time of renewal, a time of mm-hmm. rebirth. And really, literally, rebirth. You know, Jesus rose from the grave. Um, you know, the whole reason we celebrate Easter, okay? For real. You know, even even if you if you go with the whole paganistic view of things and everything, you know, the whole egg and chicken being born, blah blah blah, or east, you know, whatever. You know, obviously rabbits don't lay eggs, but I, again, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how they got. Yeah, that's a whole other thing on how we got an Easter <laughs> rabbit that gave us eggs or a Cadbury bunny that gave us eggs. Whole other thing. In the long run, what it comes down to is how we approach right. it. We can sit here and, some, again, some of this is stuff I learned going through my uh, outpatient programs and that uh, for my mental health. It can't, do we sit here and look at the circumstances around us and say, because of the circumstances, I don't feel very eastery? Or do we take it upon ourselves and say, in spite of the external circumstances, in spite of the coronas? In spite of the oppressive regimes, in spite of the oppressive laws, in spite of this, in spite of that, do we internalize what Easter means? Do we internalize and look at what Christ has done for us? Do we internalize and look at because of his resurrection, we have this opportunity to go to heaven? Do we look at and internalize what that means in our daily lives? Where you were saying, you know, you're not really seeing Eastery themes, Aaron, going around. Eh. That's fine, you know, especially because if that could spread around year round, all right, beautiful. Then we don't have to have the big old fancy church production just for Easter, where it feels like we're putting on a pageant for people to draw them in. And then we sneak in a little message about why this is important. Right. Instead, if we're giving that same message year round, that's even better. It is. I agree. So mm-hmm. may, so maybe it is good that sh- that you're saying you don't see like the easterny easterny <laughs> eastery eastery uh you know messages all around um because maybe that means some churches are putting that out now it also conversely means that some places are focusing so much on corona that they're not getting into the easter message that's and and, that's and I and I think there needs to be that balance there right and I like I said, I think at this, you know, regardless of the circumstances that we're seeing around us, we need to remember what this means for us. When you put the whole picture together, you realize Easter isn't just a time of getting some candy and getting together with family and having confetti smashed all over your head through eggshells. 
you realize that Easter is a time of remembrance and remembering and celebrating a time in Christian history that is so important that regardless of what happens the rest of the year, this one point in time was so essential and so important that it could be celebrated year round. And even if, you know, you don't have a drive-in sermon to go to on Sunday, even if your church doesn't do an online sermon, even if you don't have the ability to connect with others through technology, if you have a Bible, you have the story there. Yep. And you can learn. And you can read. You can rejoice. And you can have a very, very Merry Easter.